nine minutes past 12 here in Hong Kong for a Thursday afternoon, and it's time to welcome back our friend JCVNs. Do join us on Facebook Live, especially if you've got any wine questions. Hello, JC. How are you? Very good, very good. Yep. If you hear my husky voice this morning, it's because um, I have been up since two o'clock this morning. <laughs> you know, when we renovated our house, we organized a smart electrical system. But you know, this kind of <laughs> smart electrical system are not so smart sometimes. And so the shutters of our windows have been open, <laughs> opening and closing You're kidding. since two o'clock this morning. Yes, but we solved it now. It's okay. Yeah, and My it's only, and it's only 5.10, so that's okay. That's cool. <laughs> My wife thinks there's a ghost in the house. Wow, don't... <laughs> <But> for me... <laughs> For me, I think I think uh, somebody act our uh, our uh, smart system. So I, I, have to I, I think the third option is more likely. It's just rubbish gear, basically. <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. The price that I paid for it, I hope not. Every day. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, JC, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to change our schedule just a little bit. I mean, the guy's an absolute hero. He gets up at this stupid hour to talk about <laughs> wine and often drink wine on Radio 3. So we're going to go and do this once a month, right? Yes, I think uh, from uh, starting from today, I think it will be better for my Look, sanity. You, you do whatever, uh, <laughs> whatever you have to do. With no. So, so let's do this. Let's meet. Let's let's set a, a meeting uh, every first Thursday of the month. It's a deal. And we will do once a month, every first Thursday of the month. And the time will change very soon. So instead of being seven hours difference, very soon we should be only six hours. And it also means the sun uh, will be in the sky and I will be able to do this from my balcony in the future. So it will be wonderful in the summer. Well, Even take a take a walk to the center of Verona because it's absolutely gorgeous. So some days we could go to when they're setting up the market stalls and explore a little bit the city together. It would be fantastic. Well, once a, once a month, the first Thursday of the month, let's do it together. You are a superstar for getting up at all. Oh. I would tell me to take a long running <laughs> jump. Anyway, what's been going on? <laughs> well, yesterday, in fact, I went to visit a producer of spirits, a distiller, and it was fascinating, really, really fascinating. In fact, I have a spirit now to, to taste today. We have this beautiful little uh, spirit of apricot. Um, and, and it was very, very super because this person, uh, Gianni, his name is uh, Gianni Capovilla, mm -hmm. and he's considered to be the god of distillery here in Italy. Mm -hmm. So he makes absolutely incredible grappas. Uh, and, and this one is a distillate. I was about to ask you if you drink that stuff, but you've just picked up a bottle of it. So, yeah, QED. Well, actually, before I could not uh, drink at all um, grappa. It was it was like fire down my belly. But also, I had a very strong allergic reaction to grappa. And when I started to discover artisanal grappas, grappas that are made in a batch distillation process, then I discovered that actually uh, it's so smooth on the palate and the aromatics are so beautiful that I actually like it. My body is not so strong for uh, hard alcohol, uh, any hard alcohol. Actually, I'm not very strong with that. I'm better with wine. But um, the distillate from Capovilla, very smooth, very, very nice. And yesterday, I discovered why I met the man for the first time. Oh, yeah. And Gianni Capovilla is an amazing person. He's very, very passionate about what he does. He's very intellectual at the same time, and he's really pushing the envelope. 
and really uh, making the best, the best. In fact, he was uh, showing us yesterday many grappas he's doing for very famous chateau in Bordeaux, also very famous uh, champagne houses. And uh, he showed us also some grappa from very, very famous Italian producers. Yeah. But everything's super secret, so I'm not able to, to reveal the names. But uh -huh. we tasted yesterday some, some of this, and it was really stunning. You and, always talk to us about combining wine and food. Well, what about combining yes. wine and hard liquor in a, in a, in a supervised situation? In fact, uh, this is a very good question. Uh, I was I was thinking about this this morning. I yeah. went to uh, I went to um, another producer of grappa. Uh, the name is Nonino. It's a much larger production than Capovilla, but Nonino is also artisanal, so it's a batch distillation. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, they made me discover something amazing. They organized for me a, a lunch, and uh, we had a eight nine course lunch. And every single dish paired with a different grappa or a different distillate. So either a fruit distillate or a um, um, sometimes a wine distillate, not only a, uh, a grappa. Mm. And it, it was really, really stunning. It actually works. And I was very, very surprised. Um, the, key, the key, obviously, with wine, we drink uh, uh, slightly bigger portions. And so when we sip, the wine, yeah. we fill our mouth with the wine. Obviously, with grappa or, or other distillate, we have to take much smaller sips and mm. pace ourselves Maybe. throughout the dinner, of course, or the lunch. And But when we do so, we can appreciate the spirit much more. And actually, um, the different sensations with sensitivity, uh, actually, um, I like some flavors of the food, or it can also complement quite well the texture of some food. Yeah. So it was quite interesting. Absolutely com interesting. Would you drink this stuff at 5.15 in the morning as of you course. drink the wine uh, at 5.15 in the morning? No, this is, bananas. this is a gift. You know, uh, my wife is absolutely crazy for the uh, the spirit of apricot from Mr. Capovilla. So he gave me a gift to bring back to my wife, of course, <laughs> because, you know, happy wife, happy life. But we also have a bottle of uh, half a liter bottle in the fridge. So I'm going to taste from that half a liter bottle a little bit later. Have you got any wine you know, nearby as well? No, I'm serious. Well, yeah, I want to see how. I, want, I, want, I know. I want to see how a quick sip of the wine, then a quick sip of this stuff. I just want to see your reaction. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, no. okay. because I'm totally wired to, ah, okay. to you. All right, then. It's like we have the umbilical cord. I tried. <laughs> I cannot go and reach my bottle. But you know, I just spoke about uh, distillate and grappa. There is a difference, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Capovilla yesterday was explaining to me that, for as far as wine is concerned. We have to understand that wine, the official definition of wine is that it is uh, the fermented solution of freshly um, picked grapes. Okay. Okay. So wine is made from grapes. And uh, now we are going to taste the spirit of apricot. So obviously, uh, we cannot talk about uh, wine of apricot. It doesn't exist. 
So uh, why not? Mr. Kafurila was explaining to me <laughs> why not. Because actually the official definition of wine, it has to be from Great. grapes. And so I've been trying to find the the right definition of the wine of apricot, but it doesn't exist. It's actually called a wash, which is not very romantic. Because we have to understand the process of distillation. In order to distillate, we need an alcohol. And in order to have an alcohol, we need to have a fermentation. Okay. And so uh, for grappa, the way we, we, we make the distillate is that once the fermentation of the grapes is finished, we end up with the grape skin. And so to make the grappa, we take these grape skin full of alcohol and we put them in these special uh, dis distiller, okay? So the special shape and we heat them a little bit. And uh, as we heat, then this alcohol will evaporate and then we capture the evaporation of uh, the evaporation of this process. Yes. And then this becomes the distillate. So we obtain a grappa because grappa is the distillate from the alcohol coming from the skin. Okay. Yes. But we could also distillate wine. This is why we have cognac. Cognac is a distillate from wine, from grape wine. Oh, okay. Is that what when they say a fortified wine, or is that different? A fortified wine is is a, a, a still wine, a normal wine that ah, was okay. then um, we add the spirit to the wine. So this is why right. it's called fortified. But a brandy like cognac, it's a distillation of the wine. Grappa is a distillation of uh, the 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 alcohol remaining in the skin. To make the wine okay so there's a big difference i really want to see what you're like at 12 midday because you are smoking hot and it's 20 past five in the morning boy well i'm trying to, i'm trying to concentrate <laughs> because very soon i will i will have a, a sip of that grab in fact i should do that now because you you seem to be telling me that i'm a little bit wired no you're really on you're on point baby this is good you're such an expert and it's 20 well, go on then but oh. the distillate of apricot so how do we do distillate of apricot first Capovilla believes that the fruit must be perfectly, perfectly healthy. Yeah. So Capovilla is very, very strict. He doesn't use any kind of defective fruit. So he takes those apricots, he puts them in a tank, and he really mashes the apricots so it becomes like a nectar of apricot. And with the ambient yeast, suddenly this yeast starts to feed on the sugar uh, of the apricot juice, and then it becomes a wash. We cannot call it wine, it's a wash. And then after that, what we do is we, um, this wash is an alcohol of apricot juice. Yeah. And then we put it in the distiller, heat it up, and then we capture the uh, evaporation of this alcohol. And then we obtain this beautiful uh, uh, spirit of apricot in front of, uh, of me now. And we can see the color is totally, uh, yeah, colorless. That's kind of what schnapps, uh, not schnapps, that's what grappa does. Yes, I think in some countries they call this schnapps, yes. <laughs> but in Italy they cannot call it schnapps and they call it a distillate, okay. a distillati, distillati. And so eh, to smell spirit is very tricky oh. because this is 40.2% of alcohol. <laughs> so if if I take a, a big sniff in the glass, it's going to anesthetize my 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 nose, and uh, if I it does see that, this. then I will not be able to smell anything. So I have to take very. I call this taking some rabbit 
sniffs, you know, just a, very, very, very gently. <laughs> and then just you can smell in this way. Can you, can, you, can you hear my rabbit sniffs? Uh, yeah. Wonderful. So actually, when we do this uh, very, very gently, we can then uh, capture the beautiful apricot aroma here. And I really have them. The, 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 fresh, uh, the fresh apricot, but I also have a, a sense of uh, flowers as well, something floral. And Mr. Capovilla yesterday was explaining to me mm-hmm. that for him, his uh, distillate, he keeps them in stainless steel uh, tanks, very small stainless steel tanks. And uh, he keeps them for several years in his warehouse. Yes. And the, 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 during these years, there will be a process called esterization. Okay, so the alcohol will start to um, uh, combine together with different components of the spirit. And uh, this combination will create new chemical uh, compounds into the spirit. So this is why we smell uh, the, flower, the, the flower notes that I have in this. We smell the apricot, yes, but we also smell some flowers. Mm-hmm. And I also smell some uh, uh, fresh almonds. Fresh almonds would also be an ester in this case. And it's really beautiful. How much of this are you perceiving? How much of this is actually a real essence? And how much of it is your brain telling you, I think this is what I'm smelling? Well, this is what it should be, basically. Uh, You know, you and I, we have all uh, spoken about this often, that actually this is a thought. This is is what it reminds me of. Because it helps me. To, um, to capture the complexity of this spirit. It helps me to understand uh, in the scale of one to 10, how complex it is or how high the quality it is. My uh, aromatic uh, perception will be different than somebody else. And yeah. this is why we should never argue about what I smell and what you smell. Because but you guys totally do, different. don't you? You argue a lot. Yeah, this is what makes me crazy about uh, wine experts, frankly speaking, is that uh, every time we meet, we start arguing about, I smell this, no, it's impossible, you should not, and this and that. Uh, this is totally useless. It's uh, really not helpful to do this kind of uh, arguments. But what is important is that every time I return to the glass with my rabbit sniffs, <laughs> you want some more. I smell something different. And now I'm trying to remember, what is it try, that I'm smelling? I try to remember. And then suddenly it reminds me of uh, uh, an occasion, and it actually reminds me of uh, the, that lunch that uh, uh, was organized for me for the pairing. And I remember that the apricot uh, uh, the spirit was served with a fantastic pancake with some uh, fresh chantilly cream and a jelly of apricots. And it was so amazing with a touch of uh, cinnamon spices on top. I tell you, Phil, it was really, really amazing. So why don't I Should we just go now? away and let you get stuck into that bottle of crap? <laughs> yeah, but maybe I need it. I need it after all this <laughs> smart electrical system stress that we had. You're smiling, you're laughing you're like a phoenix from the ashes. There we go. When we smell spirit, spirit as I mentioned, <laughs> we should we should taste much less than we would for wine. In fact, for me, every time I taste the spirit, yes. I put just enough just enough spirit on my palate 
so that I cover my tongue, I cover my gums, I cover my palate, but not enough that I can actually swallow the spirit. So the quantity of spirit that is now on my palate will dilute itself in my saliva. And now uh, the sensation that I have on my palate is just that I have more saliva than normal, but not that much more that I feel like I need to swallow that saliva or I need to spit it. (laughs) And so now suddenly, because the spirit is mixed very well with my saliva and it remains on my palate, and as I'm talking to you, there's a lot of air coming to my mouth and and also coming out of my mouth, of course. And I have all these incredible sensations of apricots. Here, it's beautiful. Not only fresh apricot, but dried apricots. Yeah. And it's like I'm crunching on apricots. And it's, it's a beauty, this one. Spirits, when we taste spirit, what is key is the process of distillation is very tricky because we have what we call the head the heart mm-hmm. and the tail. So when we do distillation, I don't do distillation, but Mr. Capovilla, when he does distillation, he needs to remove the head and he, he needs to remove the tail. Okay, so what, is it, what does that mean? Is that when he starts to boil that wash of apricot, juice, uh, apricot alcohol, at the beginning, the first alcohol that starts to be captured from the evaporation, this is called the head. And this alcohol is normally the heavy alcohol and they're toxic alcohol. So we need to remove this. And then we keep the heart. The heart is the ethyl alcohol, the ethanol. And this is the best part of the distillation. And then eventually the distillation continues and the alcohol becomes toxic again. And we need to remove that Mm -hmm. from the final product. Okay. So Capovilla, I'm told that he's a genius at understanding exactly when to cut out the head and cut out the tail. So that what is remaining is absolutely pure. And when we taste on the palate, it doesn't taste like fire. It's actually very, very smooth on the back, on the back throat. And it, it's actually quite uh, inviting. And this becomes. Well, I'm going to leave you to accept that invitation. But before you go, I'd like to have the shot of you holding up the bottle and holding up the glass. He likes doing that sort of thing. JCPS, <laughs> I will talk to you in one month's time and have lots of beauty sleep. Absolutely. The first month of every. Th- uh, yeah, I see you. First, <laughs> first month, month of every Thursday. I think it's time to go. JC, bye-bye time. You have a good one. Thanks so much for your time and expertise right here on The Morning Brew. JC Vienz. Mm-hmm.